listening to the Funbox Podcast. I ate a bunch of LSD. I did a series of videos on rape victims. Dude, being left-handed is the worst thing in the world. With your host, Rob Webb. Can you tell me if it's uh, cut or uncut? For visual sakes? I mean, it's uh, very much so uncut. That's how I roll. Nice! <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Fun Box Podcast, episode 41. Moving on up in the Middle Ages... We're in the middle age group. We're 41. We're having a midlife crisis. Everything's, uh, I'm going to buy a, a motorcycle soon, uh, or the show is going to buy a motorcycle and uh, get a, a piercing. Uh, today, I have my brother, Pablo. Say what's up. Yo, what's up? There we go. Get the applause going. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Welcome to the fun box, my dude. Good to be here. Yeah, I'm glad you came because I needed a guest really bad. And he's my brother, my actual biological brother. Uh, maybe we could call this episode like, uh, I don't know, Brothers in Biology or something. Who knows? There you go. <clears throat> you know, it's my brotherly duty to show up when... Uh no guests are available. Yep. The last resort. No, I'm just kidding. No, I had to have <laughs> you on. I'm going to have another guest on. You're kind of like making up for last week. Um, not you personally, but uh, me. You're making up for me not having a guest on last weekend. Right now, Thursday podcast. Not too bad. Hopefully have a guest by tomorrow. That's the goal to get another guest tomorrow. So. Uh, but yeah, today, um, really don't know what the topics are because a lot of it has already been exhausted. Every current topic right now, I'm actually been really good at taking a uh, back seat on the whole um, current. Um, sounds super gay to say this political climate, but yeah, I've been taking a huge back seat. It's been been a lot happier. Oh, dude, much. Dude, haven't paid attention to anything. I have known nothing about COVID. Know nothing. Yeah, I don't either. <clears throat> Holly put on, Holly actually put on a, a wine with the wine today. Dude, wine, it was wine with the wine? His two o'clock briefing. Oh, okay. And, uh, dude, I, it was on for probably 10 minutes, and I was like, I had to turn it off. Right, I can't, I can't even. I can't even stand listening to him talk anymore. I can't. I can't take his voice. I don't like his <clears> face. <throat> he just looks like a transitioned woman, or he looks like a transitioned man. <laughs> and then his uh, deaf interpreter looks like a transitioned woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. She used to be a man. Yeah, and he used to be a woman. <laughs> like he was her. Before he was transitioned. Yeah. And she was him before she was transitioned. All right. Those of you, if you guys are watching in another state and don't pay attention, like if you're <clears> like <throat> me and don't know any other state's governors, <laughs> uh, Mike, Mike DeWine is the Ohio governor, the governor of Ohio and his interpreter, his, his, uh, his, a, uh, what do you call it? Um, yeah. Sign language interpreter.
Yeah, if you pull a picture up, she literally looks like like yeah, the wine in disguise, kind of. Well, they both. We'll we'll play a quick video. There, here we go. This is a good one. It's <laughs> for everybody to really see. Um, kind of like what we're talking about. <laughs> Dude, it's well, seriously me, uh, like first thank our sign language. So she thank you very much. Used to be a man. <laughs> yeah. And he used All to they, be a woman. If, if they really wanted the transition, they just gotta look at each other and know how they turn out. Yeah. Here are press conference and here are the questions and here are the answers. So we are we are very grateful for that. Are they related? Dude, it's crazy. Uh, in a moment, Dr. Acton uh, will bring you up to date on the uh, figures that we have. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there you go. All right, wait, I don't even, yeah, is, you know, many people, I love uh, the different, like, uh, type of things. Uh, and some of those individuals. I don't know if you remember this, but Obama so, had a sign language interpreter that got outed as a person that didn't know what he was doing. Yeah, and they called yeah, him out. Yeah. Yeah, oh my god that's the was, funniest thing yeah i remember that he was uh doing a it was a live speech and he somehow made his way on stage through uh secret service right and uh was doing nothing at all in regards to sign language yeah how do you how do you uh i saw a comedy david smith he uh he's a comedian he was talking about that like that's the big he was saying that was the biggest like underdog story they should make a movie about yeah. that guy yeah. <laughs> like everybody was like you he's one day one day i'm gonna be the sign language interpreter for obama it's like you can't do it you don't even know sign language dude they could probably make a day make a movie just about that day right on it had to have been something crazy that had to uh somehow transpired to have him somehow sneak through all that and uh yeah how did he how did he fall through the cracks on that one well either a well i think they i think they ended up saying that he was like mentally unstable or something but uh so i think either a in other words he was yeah yeah that's what he would probably do (laughs) yeah he was either a like he literally convinced himself mentally that he knew sign language so he was able to pull it off right because in order to bullshit that good you almost have to believe it yourself. Oh yeah. Or or he's just insanely the best bullshitter out there. Oh, uh of all time. I mean, that is the number one job for a sign language interpreter is the president of the United States. <laughs> yes. You got you reached the top of your craft. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you pretty much uh, have to retire after that. Yeah, especially if uh you're outed as a fake. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! If only I could bullshit that good. The car salesmen are pre- car salesmen are pretty good at that. Yeah, I you know I think nowadays it's so I don't think it's as bad as it used to be because no. it's just like uh, everybody knows you know I mean cars they're yeah. just like uh, they're still uh, dealers that do it the old school way. I avoid them at all costs, but. Uh, um, you know, it ain't like everybody, everybody has access. Everybody can find out the value of a car, you know, what it's worth at the finger, their fingertips. So it's yeah. hard to really bullshit somebody in that case anymore. You have to be pretty gullible to fall for it nowadays. <clears throat> oh yeah. And, and 
and the the divide of Ford and Chevy isn't as much as it used to be when we were kids, like in the 90s and 2000s. It was like, so it was such a thing. It was like, fuck Chevy, fuck Ford. They always had their own, like. Well, it was like, you know, you had the huge truck debate, Ford trucks versus Chevy trucks, Dodge trucks. But now everybody has a truck. You know, trucks aren't used. You don't see people with blueprints and tools on the truck. No, on the like of two a by fours. Yeah, exactly. No, you see moms going to Walmart yeah. and putting groceries in the back. And the and the inner cab is bigger than the bed. Yeah. It's like, why even get a truck then? Yeah, you have a truck. It's got like a four-foot bed. Yeah. That can't even feed, fit a sheet of uh, drywall in it. But um, no, no, in the 80s, you know, the the commercials for trucks were literally guys with blueprints on the hood. Mm-hmm. But now it's it's literally Karen taking your kids to soccer practice. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. I did witness a uh, real-life Karen once uh, with the mom haircut. I mean, with the, the, the talk to the manager haircut. Oh, uh, yeah. And angled it, down. Yeah, angled down and cut and real short in the back. Yeah. And uh, it was at, what was like B-dubs or someplace in Cleveland. It was on St. Patty's Day, and she wasn't getting sat fast enough. It was it was one of the, it was during the St. Patty's Day parade. And, you know, it's busy. And she had the haircut and everything. It was even like, had like blue hints of blue uh. in it. <laughs> it was even colored. I was like, whoa, it was like the Karen level was like, <laughs> man, she was a high level Karen. Yeah, they're coming out of the woodworks anymore. And uh, talking about, we didn't get sad, blah, 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 blah. And the manager walked by me, kind of just like, like oh, I could tell he was just go. like, here. he was just like, had to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And I looked at him, I was like, she even has the haircut. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she woke and, up, looked in the mirror, and said, How yeah. can I make people hate me today? Yeah. I uh, I don't know if he got what I was saying because at the time it was a new thing. Oh, the Karen, it was the Karen yeah, haircut. Yeah. It was like a fresh, people started talking about it. And that's when the memes started coming. But uh, yeah, I'm sure that guy, know, if that guy remembers and didn't get the joke then, he gets it now mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. sure. And I hope he remembers me going, Wow, she even has the haircut. Yeah. <laughs> Because he probably didn't know what I was saying. But uh, good times. Uh, saw it firsthand. Uh, I was a lucky person. It was like, a, it was like uh, I felt like Dr. Grant in Jurassic Park. <laughs> you have a T-Rex. You have a t- they, they move in herds. They do. They do move in herds. They hurts. do move in herds. Did you like watching movies now? And you go, you when you were a kid, when you watched it, you thought they said something different. Yeah, yeah. And you watch it now, and you know what they're fucking saying. It, it, well, it, I thought he was saying when I was a kid. I thought he was saying they're moving in Harrods. <laughs> <laughs> it, has, it makes no sense. Harrods, uh, like inherit something. I have no idea. They do move in Harrods. <laughs> That's what. I, and I just kept it in my head. Harrods. They move in Harrods. And then as you grow older, you're like, oh, he's saying herds. <laughs> Dude, I think the 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 movie that really blew my mind the most that I watched numerous times as a child, um, then took I don't know maybe ten year break from watching it, and then watched it in a mature mindset was Forrest Gump. <clears throat> oh yeah, that movie by far, you know, the, the infamous in the in the dorm room with Jenny. Yeah. 
I had no idea that he prematurely ejaculated. Yeah, me neither. When I was a kid. I just thought he got kind of embarrassed. Well, I was like 11 or 12. I was actually 10 or 11 when that movie came out. So, well, it came out in 93, so I was 10. Yeah. Or 92 or 93, so I was 10. So, yeah, I was, well, I would have been eight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't understand uh, what that was all about. Yeah, no, and I remember um, seeing it for the first time as an adult and being like, oh my gosh. Yeah, duh. That's totally what he's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what, what happened. happened. He touched her booby and, and he, he, he prematurely ejaculated. <laughs> I think I ruined your roommate's towel. I watched that scene with my parents in the room, you know what I mean? <laughs> did mom, did you, do you remember mom going, <sighs> no, that's I what mean, she would do for anything that would happen in a movie. It's like, it's like somebody would be like, well, yeah, let me get you later that night and tap, tap that ass or something. And then you'd hear my mom go, <sighs> <laughs> yeah no that's funny those are the days <laughs> but yeah man um episode 41 um it's a good one uh the, i actually listened not too long ago listened to the last podcast me and you had where we just talked about our guilty pleasures oh yeah yeah and yeah. that's on that's on spotify now too you can no. scroll way down it's like one of those obscure episodes without a ti- without a title it's just D- your your episode count does that include when you were doing um what was that what was that app called that podcast app mixlr oh it does not include those but on spotify there you can get those can episodes get those episodes yeah gotcha i was curious about that because uh i thought in my head 41 seemed a little low but now that uh that makes sense if you don't count those. Yeah, I didn't count those. Uh, I have about maybe six of those types of episodes where it's just audio. There's no video. Uh, the episodes start one counting when the video, when when they have the video. Gotcha. But, and actually, that's when I started the the Funbox uh, YouTube channel, which I have 306 subscribers now. 306? Yeah, 306. Did you by chance get any? Did you notice any type of incline from your ICP or uh no not at all no nothing 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 got no 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 extra no, I didn't no. get any views extra views or nothing oh man but I the most I've gotten is from Sinatra Sinatra says yeah from yeah. the AAA podcast uh the AAA um um podcast that he does with the drunken uncle yeah I follow him now I follow him. He, and, makes, uh, he makes a lot of good points. Yeah. Um, yeah, just rebuttals things. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, there's always a there's always a, a two sides to every coin. You know. Yeah, yeah. I, I always say I think when it comes to my grounding, it's a little right for where I sit, but. I still, but then again, I, I still it's enjoy weird. It. It's yeah, it's weird how. Uh, how the left and right work anymore. I don't know. I guess I'm a slightly right wing just because I end up following, I end up having these values. And a lot of people will be like, well, you're probably just watching too much of this channel or too much of that channel. And it's like, well, if that's the case, a lot of the times I won't be able to help that because the computer is going to do that automatically. Anything else I got to look for. So it's just entertainment that I'm getting, 
and if it fits my algorithm, it's going to do that. Uh, I don't really seek out anything. <laughs> well, no, you definitely influence I mean, by uh, the content you watch. I know if if I sit and watch Fox for hours straight, it, I'm going to be influenced. You know, if I watch CNN yeah. for hours, I'm going to be influenced. But uh, honestly, I've ne- never felt more middle ground in my life. Now, this is because I literally quit watching mainstream media. I cu- shut it off. I'll, I'll I'll get a couple tad bits online, yeah. You know, online stories, but I I'll usually like uh, try to investigate it as much as possible. I mean, when I own. yeah, when I say I don't seek out anything, it's more of a, when I'm looking for entertainment. Yeah, I mean, well, I do seek out entertainment. Don't get me wrong. I'm saying regular leisure, flicking through a phone type of thing. Like yeah, just le- it's like things are just going to be broadcasted to me. Through algorithm yeah, specifics yeah. that I'm oh, not no, gonna... no, no. My algorithm definitely leans right. If you go on like, yeah, my, my Facebook ads, um, like you know, I'm a I'm a gun guy. I like guns, so I yeah. get a lot. Yeah, a lot of gun of, Second Amendment. Any like any yeah. type of pages that go that r- route. Yeah. I'm always getting holsters. Yeah, and there's like for holsters. There's always like there's always like a pro Trump thing tagged along yeah. with that. <laughs> Yeah, there's. A, it's funny talking about guns and Trump. It's it. It's so. It, it's. I, I love Trump. When I say this, I don't mean in regards to his presidency. I love Trump in the fact of the. Um, never in the history of presidents would you have seen a campaign poster on someone's property with Rambo. With Trump's face photoshopped on Rambo's body, <laughs> with Trump in bloody letters that yeah. say "Make America Great Again," right. and I I love it. There's a guy in the lake that lives on the lake, Route Six. If, right. you, if you go, he's got a Trump Rambo sign, and I'm like, then never in the history of of our country has that been a, a political ad or a political poster. Yeah, and people. I love the fact that people are so. <clears throat> when you get people that are pro Trump. They're pro-Trump, and I, I love it because I love the passion they have for it. Even though I didn't even see it at their level, I didn't even agree at their level, but I just love the passion they have on it. I well, a lot of the passion, too, they're for Obama. I liked, I had all, all, most of my friends were Obama people pretty mm-hmm. much, and I thought it was fun. It was a good it was good to be around people that were happy. That's yeah, what I, yeah, yeah, that's for what, sure. That's what I always, <clears throat> that's what I kind of felt about the whole thing. I didn't really yeah. have a dog in that. Uh, battle between him and who was it, Mitt Romney and, oh, and yeah, Dick yeah, Cheney, yeah. or not Dick Cheney, but uh, the other guy. Was it Dick? I don't know. No, that one other super white guy. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. When he originally got elected in 08? Yeah. yeah. Um, it was, uh, oh my God. He's dead now. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. Goodness gracious. Wow. Talk about a. Um, Palin, he ran with Palin, Sarah Palin, and I. I it, it, oh, she was the vice. She was his vice pick. Why can I think of his name? McCain. Yeah, John McCain. John McCain. God, goodness gracious. Yeah. Wow. And when and when um, Obama got elected, I was like, yeah, cool, dude. We got a black president. Mm-hmm. That that's all I felt. I didn't have mm-hmm. any kind of like I didn't know his policies well, or. Be honest. I the first time I actually voted for Obama, and the only reason I voted for Obama was because we had eight years of Bush. And McCain coming in was like, God, it's another four years of Bush. Yeah. I was like, it was like, it was like 
we need a change, which was his slogan, change, yeah. oh wait, change. Just what we need, another, oh, it was Lisa Lampinelli, just, she said this, it was like, just what we need, another black guy asking us for change. <laughs> they, uh, I was just like, I literally voted for Obama, literally, for a change of pace. <clears throat> Did I drink the Kool-Aid of his campaign, Logan? I don't know, maybe. I was a lot younger then. Yeah. Um, I would say I was a lot more easily influenced then. But uh, I, that was the last time I voted for right or left. Yeah. Ever since I've been, I've been voting independent ever since. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was like twenty five or something, twenty four, twenty five when he got elected. When uh, Obama was elected, yeah. God, was that that long ago? So I would have put in like twenty two. I guess it was that long ago. That's it was oh right. eight. Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't seem like. Yeah. When I put it in my age, in, in the perspective of age and how old I was, I'm like, man, I was so young then. Yeah. Let me <clears> see. Uh, go ahead and clap your hands for me. All right. Well, I don't know. You might be a little bit delayed. I Maybe. know. Is your, is your video? There's me. I'm delayed too, but I have the uh, audio. Uh, I have the audio fixed to where it's it's slightly uh, delayed, or sl yeah, where the audio is delayed in the program, so where it'll match up with me. I did notice that because I I I I'll, I can catch my movements. Like it's way. Oh, no, different. Oh, I guess you're on there. Yeah, I guess you're on there too. I'm a I'm a little bit. It's not going to be too bad. Of a, you're, I'm going to be probably on with my audio. You might be a little bit off. That's why I need to get the same cameras for everything I got. Every camera is different, so everything is shot. Takes, yeah, I need to get the same camera for everybody. That's what I need to do. But whatever. It still works. It works, guys. This is uh, for the Spotify listeners, too. So, And I, I listen to Spotify all the time. Like, the entire day I listen to podcasts. <laughs> There's this uh, new new podcast I listen to, and I kind of it's almost like I don't even like to say I like it because it's so dang meatheaded. Oh, like it's these meathead guys, and it's called Mind Pump. <laughs> Mind, Mind to Pump, yeah. I'm are they are, are they super fucking alt right? <laughs> you know what? Cons <laughs> honestly, surprisingly, it's very very mixed. You have one guy, and, and I mean, they probably you know what you right. know what it sounds like, right? Mind Kumpf. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. Where's the laughter? There we go. They, uh... But it's, like, just these um, three meathead guys. I mean, uh, now they... What's nice is they discuss topics that evolves along... Uh, besides, you know, steel in the gym or, or creatine or protein. Yeah, protein, creatine. You know? So they get in depth. They get in some pretty in depth conversations, and I enjoy that. But there are some times where I'm like, "Oh my gosh, these guys are such tools! How do I even listen to <laughs> yeah, them?" Yeah, but then they get off into a rate because a couple of guys are dads, and they express their daily struggles of parenting that I relate to very much. So, yeah, and they're about our age, so there's a lot of relation there in regards to their podcasts, but. Man, they get on some uh, tirades where I'm just like, oh, my gosh, how do I listen to it? And, then, and I'm like, I'm totally not in their demographic. I don't work out. Yeah. I don't take protein. 
You know, I don't do it, but I mean, they, they, they have to be doing something right. Cause they're catching my attention and I'm not in their demographic. So mind pump, mind pump. Gosh, it's so similar to mind comp. Jeez. <laughs> I never even thought of that. <laughs> Racist. What these bitches want from a nigga. But yeah, man, uh, what I do have is we can go through our segment of the what's on your mind segment. The top 10 memes of the week, of last week. Well, this last week, it's a combination of last week and this week since I, le- I missed last week. Okay. And what we do, you've seen the uh, one of these what's on your mind uh, segments, right? Yeah. Where we, do, we review memes. Mm-hmm. Just talk about the memes. So I guess that's what we can do now. Uh, this is the what's on your mind segment, episode 41 edition, top 10 memes of the week. What's on your mind? What's on your mind? What's on your mind? Yeah. Don't. I always love letting this whole thing go through because it's. I love this it's song. It's catchy, man. Socialized. There we go. Pixies, baby. All right. The What's on Your Mind segment. Uh. Top 10 memes. Number 10. Well, I guess we could look at it this way. Number 10. And it's just a picture. If you're on Spotify, we apologize. This segment is a little... uh, It's very specific to YouTube. And uh, right now, it's a guy. Looks like he's getting hazed in a college. He's getting... This guy has his pants down. He's getting... Whapped with a paddle by this other guy, and there's dudes looking around. Who's that other guy? Look at right there in the background. He almost looks like he's photoshopped in. Yeah, like that a, guy. Like a bad Photoshop. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> he has no legs. There's no legs. There's this guy was photoshopped in there. I yeah. just realized that. Total I saw Photoshop. it earlier, and I was like. So, but he's getting hit hard. His skin is like recoiling. You know what his ass reminds me of? You know the infamous like, uh, what is it? World War II uh, atomic like uh, testing on the island. Oh that yeah, famous mushroom cloud. Oh yeah, that's what his ass reminds me of right now. <clears throat> yeah, it looks like the uh, yeah the shockwave. Dude, it's going over his whole fucking ass. Dude, that sucks. That's gotta hurt. But this guy right here is taking the show right now. I really <laughs> don't know what's up with that. It's, Dude, his head is huge. Like it's, it's creeping just, me out. He's got yeah, definitely no uh that's a Photoshop for sure. <laughs> All right. Number nine. Uh, can you take it's a text of a can you take me higher? Bro, quit sending me that. Just tell me how much weed you want. Yeah. (laughs) Not much really to say here. He's got a really good weed dealer. He doesn't care about, you know, just talking about it on the text, you know? He must must live in a... I don't know. 
I mean, there's people around here that don't care. They're just like, oh, I'm smoking weed on the text messages, even though it's illegal. Yeah. But some people are real particular about, you know, what you text them. You know, if you do that thing, if that's what you're into. <laughs> but yeah. It always boggles my mind how such a structured jaw Scott Stapp has. Yeah. Yeah, he was very, he was, he is very, um, there's an ashtray for you there, there. He's a pretty boy. A pretty, he's very, he's, he's a very pretty man. Well, I remember like being into Creed and like older, like, like the first album. Yeah, and First I remember I remember kind of older people kind of like being like, "Oh man, that's you listen to Creed," and me being like, "What are you talking about?" It's I always awesome. knew older people actually. The older people I knew kind of liked it. Well, I, I well, I mean, I would say like older when I uh, may, maybe like uh, ten years older than me. People oh. that were like really into like the grunge. Oh, I was talking about dads. No, 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 no. Yeah, I knew people's dads about, liked it too. I'm talking like people that were older than us, but not dads yet. Yeah, that were into like the real. They're really into the grunge. Pearl Jam. Yeah, yeah, like the early '90s grunge. And I remember them being like real Creed haters. Yeah, oh, yeah like Creed sucks. Stole, yeah. And now looking back, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I totally, I, I totally understand, understand why. why you thought he, he Creed commercialized sucked. this whole. Oh, oh, man, I listen to it now solely because it's nostalgic. Um, it takes me back to, uh, the good times, good, good days. But besides that, it really holds no oh, purpose yeah, you for know, me. The, uh, I mean, this is a classic right here. <laughs> you know. <laughs> this is a classic. Creed shreds a thousand years ass.
I don't remember it being this long. <laughs> I know, it's pretty long. <laughs> it's almost over. Yes. Oh my god. That's funny, man. I've, I've probably seen that a thousand times. It's still as funny as hell. Thousand ESLs! Alright, back to the segment. Uh, we got um, number eight. Oh my god. Oh! It's not a butt. Oh man. It's not a butt. All right, those of you on Spotify, this picture, number eight meme, it looks, this this dad is laying on the ground, laying on a bed, kissing his little baby with his wife, and his shoulder and his bald head look like a butt, and it looks like, so- yeah. You know, when, I fir- when this first popped up, I saw exactly what everybody's going to see, but my mind was like... There's no way There's no someone way. would be that cruel yeah. to stick their bare brown hole in a baby's face like that. Yeah. And I had to literally convince my mind to see something else besides yeah. that. Yeah, it's like I couldn't believe it. Oh man. But yeah, we'll go we'll go with a laugh. That works. Number seven. Ross Close posted this to the Facebook uh, page, the group. I just saw nine homeless people giving each other flu shots under the overpass. What a caring community we live in. God bless. <laughs> yes. I like that one. <laughs> See, even the homeless vaccinate, you know? Yeah. They they know. They know how to take care of each other. Yeah. <laughs> Number six. I think I downloaded the wrong nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's Freddy. Instead of knives, finger blades for fingers on his glove, it's dildos. It's a porno. (laughs) And he's probably going to use all of them. (laughs) Number five! Maggie Brother... Brother, Maggie Brothers posted this to the Funbox group. One testicle hangs a little lower than the other so they don't touch each other because that's gay. <laughs> I like how they made it really cute looking. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> she gets a lot of likes on all of her memes. <laughs> I mean, not because they are good. They are good, but it's, I, I think it's just she's super popular on the group. It's funny. It's awesome. Number four. Googling Gary Oldman. The R. (laughs) (laughs) Straight men. (laughs) This is good. 
Oh, yeah, I like that one. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to forget the art. Uh, uh, gay old men. Um, uh, who said that? My, um, Kevin Smith said that in an episode. He typed it in. We were streaming live, and we did a talking about Gary Oldman. And he posted in the live chat, like, don't, if you're typing in Gary Oldman, don't forget the R. <laughs> it took me, it took me 45 minutes to realize Gary Oldman was not in this movie. <laughs> Number three. This is a good one. Uh, it's a picture of a pigeon being, uh, okay. In 2009, a pigeon named Winston raced telecom South Africa's largest ISP to see who could deliver four gigabytes of data to a location 60 miles away, the fastest. By the time Winston arrived with the four gigabyte flash drive, Telcom had transmitted only 4% of data. Yeah, nature, bitch. <laughs> and it has uh, Pink Jesse Pinkman from the Breaking Bad show, the classic meme, science bitch, and this is nature, bitch. <laughs> nature beating science. That is a fun story, though. That is a cool concept. You could, uh, I believe that. I believe that. 60 miles away. I don't know what year this took place, but I'm sure that it, that happened. Like our phones now. Have you seen what the SpaceX in capsule is inside the SpaceX yeah. capsule now? Mm -hmm. It's a uh, touchscreen. Yeah. All automated. No controls, yeah. yeah, real yeah. automated system. And, uh, I'm kind of like maybe I could be an astronaut one day. Yeah, I know it's it's it, it literally. Well, the <laughs> SpaceX Tesla will just make these vehicles that we could just yeah. go up real quick. Yeah, yeah I'll be dead. <clears throat> It'll happen. There's gonna be one day. There's gonna be like orbit like rides where you could orbit the Earth like oh, with yeah. an instant. Or it's like it's not too far out at all. Yeah, it's not too far out. The fa the way he could just put things up and they could put things up in the orbit, it's like like that. Now they're gonna get to a point where they're gonna make like a ride, like a actual thing, and like maybe multiple cities will have one where it's like an orbiting uh thing. It's like well yeah, yeah it's like you pay this much money and you get to see the entire planet. And. uh I know. I know. Elon Musk said that his ten-year goal is to be able to travel, use, use uh, orbiting as a means of traveling within the Earth itself via their his uh, space starship uh, shuttle. You see uh -oh. that? So you'd be able to like fly out of LA <clears throat> using the starship, go to Hong Kong in literally like forty minutes. Wow! Fly time forty. 40 50 minute fly time. So uh it's it's not it's not far out. How do they do that just to by by speed or are they using like space like orbital? Yeah, well, you know, when you get up in the atmosphere, you have less wind resistance, so it's easier to go faster. Oh, right. You yeah, know, for sure. So um you 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 use that to your advantage and then he also and, and, and these these ships are are almost going to be like pilotless in a sense because yeah. all his all his rockets are i mean gosh you can have a rocket land a reusable rocket land on a what 20 by 20 
landing pad yeah or, or a 40 by 40 landing pad in the middle of the ocean yeah so uh you'll be able to just dump a bunch of people in a ship in a in a spaceship send them to another part of the globe i think they said anywhere in the con and anywhere in the world is within like a 45 minute wow flight time 45 wow. 50 minute flight like, time what's the like it's like so hard like australia any anytime i hear people flying to australia how long it takes i'm like dang dude that was a long time crazy i mean it's not long in a i mean it's australia well so. you you fly i mean gosh you fly from here you're flying you know you usually fly over pacific to go to australia obviously so you go i mean going from here to la that's huge that's a huge trip in itself and then you go from la to God knows who, where, where else? Probably Hawaii, and then Hawaii to Australia. Yeah. That's insane, right? Yeah, science, bitch. <laughs> All right. Um, here we go. Segment number two. Already at number two. <laughs> Niggas be like. I'm here if you need a shoulder to cry on. The shoulder. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Once again, we have the SpongeBob meme with the SpongeBob veiny shaft peeking through, pulling down his pants and showing the SpongeBob veiny penis. That is uh, 100% true. They were talking about it was like uh like those uh faith healing or like uh real hippie type uh uh or woke uh women. I think those are women that are actually trying to help themselves and be a better person, people mm -hmm. that think that way. And dudes that think that way, I just see that that they're just trying to get like poon. Yeah. By those girls. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. No, I'm serious. It reminds me of that that dude on what's that movie with Jennifer Aniston and Paul Rudd, and they go to a commune. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and that, every dude like that reminds me of that commune leader. Yeah, that ends up banging his wife. Uh huh. Like it's, you wanna? Oh yeah. <laughs> that movie is great because it has. Uh, you ever watch the uh, the real take when he's in the mirror? Oh yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, mm, you wanna you wanna get this dick? Yeah, get the dick. <laughs> oh my god! Touch oh, yeah. this dick. All right, number. This is the top meme. Number one. Now all of California knows it's a boy. <laughs> or or uh, here we go. No, no. <laughs> it's always a boy for those gender reveal things it seems like you know what this is all about this meme is talking about right no nah, not really actually. the forest fires that's happening out west right now mm -hmm. was started by oh, oh uh, a gender, gender reveal, reveal party, party. Oh, yeah 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 i gotcha i gotcha yeah, like 700 and I don't know, how many acres? I don't even know. Oh, gosh, dude, thousands. Yeah. It's kind of wild. But, yeah, it seems like it's always a boy. 
especially if it's a mask like if you're blowing something up okay what the gender reveal powder is inside that bomb over there that you're gonna explode guarantee it's a boy i'm just gonna call it right now it's a boy because it's the dad that's like found out and then he's like super pumped <laughs> so he makes a jimmy rig pipe bomb with powder inside of it <laughs> dude have you seen have you heard the story of that one gender reveal where the this they set up this like homemade explosion thing and it exploded and this thing flew out and like nearly decapitated this woman killed oh. her Oh, I uh, know. Was it a girl? Was it a, yeah? Well, killed some woman, or did it kill her? Or I, I think it was a. Um, if I remember, it was a, they call it tannerite. Tannerite, and it's a it's a explosive used by a a, a high velocity flying op, flying object projectile, which is usually a firearm bullet. And I think it was a colored tannerite, and they hit it, and they weren't. It was a grandma. The Marion County Sheriff tells me this is a... It was a grandma. Grandmother killed by an inadvertently made pipe bomb at gender reveal party. Oh, my gosh. No, I've never <laughs> seen this one. Yeah. Dude, people are are retarded. And I mean that in every sense of the word in the most offensive way possible. Retarded. <laughs> Actual retarded people have an excuse. <laughs> They you were you, they were supposedly born with a great uh, a good diet, but yeah, man. Yeah, I'm all not a not for these gender reveal parties. I think it's just like, gosh, I don't know. I think I'm anti like fat or something. Like if it's in, I'm just kind of anti it. I don't like want to be that way. I just think I defaultly like subconsciously start hating things when it's like the big thing to do, right? And Oh, I'm I'm a contrarian. I hate trends. Yeah, maybe so. I I just I'm, don't like trends. Like I didn't watch. I never watched a single episode of the Tiger King. People think it's crazy. I watched a little bit of it. I watched like and most of it. I almost didn't do it solely based on because everybody was into it. Yeah, and I was just like, eh, just no. want to be different. <laughs> I guess maybe I don't know. <clears throat> I watched a little bit of it. But yeah, the, oh yeah, that was uh, what's on your mind? Oh Edition, episode 41. Usually the last one somebody says, oh my God. That's why I have this. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> or at least one of them. Yeah. What's on your mind? But yeah. Um, yeah. That's... That's what we do here at the Fun Box. All you Spotify listeners, uh, if you guys want a T-shirt or something, go to teespring.com, and uh, there you'll see in the description. You could order a T-shirt. I was kind of expecting some free merch for being a guest. Kind of disappointed. You get a sticker if you want. I'll take a sticker. Yeah. Yeah. It's quality. Heck yeah, man. It's like professionally I got, legit. I got stickers. I got stickers. Is it blurry? It is blurry. No, it's not blurry. But yeah. Fun box podcast. There you go. And uh That's what I'm talking about. So yeah, we've been going at it for about forty seven minutes. 
Anything? Oh, yeah. Uh, here we go. School just started. And I know there's a lot of parents out there that are uh, kind of, well, how do you say, uh, flustered. Cra- crazy? Flustered. And la- Dude. Except that they, they know, want, they want to drink more wine and they want to drink more booze. That's <laughs> just an excuse. They're drinking it anyway. They, um, you know what? Honestly, man, it's not it's been so bad. Um, I, I find it comical to over-exaggerate things. But uh, it, honestly, it's not, it's not that bad. The people that are complaining out there are the people that are going to be complaining no matter what. Right. Um, Monday, going into Tuesday, <clears throat> dude, it's crazy all the people that were freaking out about Tuesday with their kids with this e-learning, uh, off-site learning, whatever you want to call it. And I'm like, and you know, and maybe because I'm a guy. You know, I didn't know many too many dads out there that were freaking out. Right. But uh, me and Holly both were, we weren't weren't really nervous. Like, we just kind of, like, didn't have any expectations with it. I was like, they're like, well, what if you can't log on? I'm like, all right, I don't know. Not my problem. Yeah, I'm like, well, well, my kid's going to be stupid for the day. I don't know. (laughs) I just, like, I don't really care. I wasn't freaking out about it. Yeah. It wasn't, uh, uh. Anything I lost sleep over. That's why. Okay, that's good to know because there's probably a lot more parents that are like you out there. Because uh, I just hear you only hear the freaked out parents. Yeah, no. Nah, I mean, I uh, I hear all the time people freaking out about it, but um, honestly, it hasn't been so bad. I would say my only my only complaint is weird. It's what's weird is Kason, who is my youngest son. He is six years old. He's in first grade. He, uh, you know, six-year-olds do not really have much of an attention span. It's really hard to keep them focused, keep them entertained. Oh, so yeah. when you're in a classroom setting, you're always switching up the topic, switching up the content of the classroom right. to keep them focused. Well, it's really hard to do that on a on an iPad on Zoom with a six-year-old. Right. They 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 expect Kason, who's six years old, to sit from it's like nine thirty to twelve to three hours on a tablet on zoom watching their teacher wow. and like the first hour is fine but you know and it's funny because you can see when you're doing the zoom classroom yeah you see all the students they're all like muted right but you can just see each one falling out yeah <laughs> you see one start kind of looking at their wall and they disappear their backs facing the camera right um one is just a ceiling you just see a ceiling in their image you know uh, Kaysen's on on his back on the floor with the tablet, holding the tablet up in the air, looking down. <clears throat> but uh, it, it, it's actually funny. They, he's on Zoom longer than Connor, who's my oldest son, who's uh, nine years old in fourth grade. He uh, they expect Kaysen, who's younger, to stay on Zoom for a longer period of time than my older child, which is kind of weird. But you know, it is what it is. Have you heard uh, the story about the teacher that called the cops on a student because she thought he had a real a gun? Oh my gosh! School calls. This cops had to on, be in California. School calls cops on twelve-year-old boy who held toy gun during Zoom class. This had to be in California. Where did, does it say? Where it's Colorado Springs? Oh my gosh! I, if I'm not, if I'm, I don't really know gun laws of Colorado. I'm not too familiar with it. I know they Me are stricter. Either. 
I think they have their, their some strict uh, policies. I think I think in Colorado Springs it's specific to that town, to that city. But I'm sorry, man. If there's there's something wrong, if you really see a Nerf gun on a wall, you obviously have never experienced any sort of life. If you really think that's a real gun, yeah, I would have. I would have just. I automatically would have just assumed it's fake. Like it's through a zoom thing, you know. And if he does get shot, what? What? If he does like have a real gun and he shoots himself on accident during a zoom class, mm-hmm. like obviously I'd feel bad. But why would I, as a teacher, be responsible for that? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I think I th- obviously, if you're a teacher, if I'm a teacher and I'm doing a Zoom class and I see my nine-year-old student and I see, in my experience, I know what a firearm looks like. Yeah. If I'm seeing a, there's a chamber and everything. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, if I'm seeing like a, if they're in their bedroom and I'm seeing an unlocked, you know, he has like two forty-four rifles or or a Glock <laughs> or something just chilling on the nightstand. And he's clinking together like two guns. Yeah. Rubbing up, rubbing them against his teeth and licking the barrel. I probably wouldn't. <laughs> I would. Shit. I don't know if I would necessarily contact authorities. I'd maybe contact the parent and say, "Hey, I noticed something in the background during our Zoom session, yeah. which looks like a firearm. Is this something that you know should be yeah. concerned about? Right. But you know, I would give the benefit of the doubt that it's yeah, it's, it's fake, fake or nothing to worry <clears throat> but about. You never. I mean, you never know. You know, you never know. I mean, there's a lot of uh, irresponsible parents out there that don't lock up and, and take proper protocol when it comes to their uh, firearms, but that's obviously a Nerf gun. I mean, that's like that's not even well, like an airsoft the, gun. We don't know if the, like this picture in particular is the, is is the gun, the, she, was the gun talk- she was talking about. Wow. I mean, we could read the thing. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm sure they're going to say what gun it was. Another kid, an 11-year-old whose airsoft airsoft gun briefly appeared on screen during a Zoom class, was similarly suspended. There are many reasons to oppose virtual learning as the new default for American public K-12 education. Perhaps most importantly, it it neglects school's vital role as a form of daycare. But the opportunity for the state to invite itself in the home and make trouble for hardworking parents and innocent children is also a serious concern. There's more. There's one more wrinkle here. Unbeknownst to parents, Elliot's school has been re- recording the Zoom session. The school did say it would abandon this practice, though it makes little difference to Elliot's parents. They wisely decided to transfer him to a private or charter school. Good for you. Why not? Yeah. But yeah, um, I thought that was funny. Well, kind of sad in the same. Oh man people there is uh you know in the in the past three days with this whole online learning i have kind of thought in my head that i almost think if i would have known for sure they were going to do this like two months ago which i i I had a pretty high inclination that this was the route it was going to go yeah with everything going on with the with the protocol they take on COVID positive people, I was like, it just school wouldn't work out with the way they have things set up now. Yeah. it gets shut down within a week, you know, of right. con- way they're doing their contact tracing and all that. But um, uh, if I would have known for sure, I honestly think I would have looked into an actual homeschool program, my own program that, I, and I would have maybe even paid out of pocket for it. And the reason why is because 
public school isn't really designed for homeschooling. It's still really governed. You're still under their thumb. You got to do things when they do it. Yeah. Well, if we would have done a homeschooling program, we would have been more free. I yeah. could do it. I can create my um, my curriculum for the kids in a more yeah. structured way. Like, like I, they can. When you do homeschooling program, you can do your literally do your work in like the first two hours yeah. a day, be done, and have the rest of the day off. And all go. the school together, even through kindergarten through sixth grade or eighth grade, I learned the most. Looking back, I remember art, music, yeah, uh, art, music, anything in the arts and music, drama. Lowell Academy and Lorraine had uh, all these different classes. Mm-hmm. I remembered mm-hmm. the art classes the most in science. Yeah. Computer class, I remembered. Yeah. So it was hands on. Anything I was doing hands on to teach you computer skills, art skills, science, uh, you know, any kind of science project. Uh, those are the things I learned the most from or the hands on things. And uh, I couldn't tell you. Like what year the Boston Tea Party happened? Right now, offhand, like I wouldn't be able to. I know it happened. Yeah, I wouldn't be no. able to tell you exactly where the British attacked and put in their first wave of soldiers during the Revolutionary War. Uh-huh. I wouldn't be yeah. able to tell you that. <clears throat> Maybe it was like in Virginia or who knows. Dude, the 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 class I retain the most information um, from, even to this point in time would be was my senior year of high school there was a class uh offered that was kind of more original more aimed and geared towards uh students that were behind in credit hours but owe and you got out and you went to work and they included that credit hours yeah time worked and uh, mr wilson was the teacher of this class i learned more from him in one year that i still carry on to this day he was the teacher that uh, busted out his checkbook, taught us how to write a check. Oh, right, yeah. He taught us how to, um, what interest rates were good, what interest rates were bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we, we did have an economic class, which, but, which was uh, very informative and taught you kind of how to balance your checkbook and yeah. things like that and talked about credit. And credit scores and things credit like that. Credit score, yeah. We did have um, that, but I fell asleep but, all I mean, the time in that one. There was a, I remember there was a careers class, too. Yeah. I didn't learn anything from careers class just because the teacher, I think, was worthless in that in that case. I forget her name. She had a camel toe all the time, though. I just think there's a way to teach where everybody <laughs> can relate to it. Uh, yeah, You kind of have to go the simple route, I think, with everybody. Because uh, mm-hmm. there's always going to be smarter people that just pick up on it and they're going to already know like oh and they raise their hand for everything but i would say gear the class and calibrate it to like the lowest common denominator of like of ability of a kid's brain like me <laughs> like br- dumb it down just a tad bit for me to understand this. yeah for sure for sure because <laughs> like susan over there freaking top of the class valedictorian she ra- knows everything raises her hand for it super mm-hmm. smart obviously way smarter than i am or just applies herself differently like looks at you know yeah yeah and uh <clears throat> so yeah it's like okay i still don't get it <laughs> so screw it yeah <laughs> like, for sure. you're not even gonna 
I don't even care to listen anymore at that point when I was in cool when I was in school. I had nothing to do with that. I hated school so bad. Yeah, I still do. Oh. A lot of people uh, say, "Oh, once you're out of here," and I've went beyond that now. I'm at a point where a lot of the teachers are me or my age. You know, a lot yeah. of the teachers, uh, even professors in college. I'm at, you know, they're, you know, I'm at that age where I'm pretty much yeah. The average professional employee now is our age. Yeah, I uh, actually the average age. In America is our age too. Yeah, uh, thirty six, thirty seven years old. Well, it's thirty seven right now. I'm not. I'll be thirty seven in a couple months. But uh, yeah, it's uh, wild to think that I'm going to be in the uh, the average age group of the entire planet. Yeah, it, it, we. I was actually just talking to somebody about this the other day about feeling how how certain things. It's it's weird how, how certain things will make you feel aged. And uh, I just was reading that not this year, but the next year. It'll be 20 years since 9-11. Yeah. And I was thinking that kids in school nowadays learning about 9-11 look at 9-11 the way me and you looked at Vietnam War. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And when I thought about it in that sense, I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I uh, feel so old. I was born 9-11. Okay, check this one out. This is, this is another weird way to look at it and it'll, it'll flip your brain, screw your brain up. There's two two different examples. One, that '70s show filmed debuted in 1998. Uh, that's like us making a show now called the '90s show, <laughs> and it starts in 1998. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that is true. That's crazy. Oh and uh, my and gosh. when I was born, JFK was shot 20 years before I was born. Just 20 years. Yeah. And now, now looking back, twenty years ago today, Nookie came out. <laughs> Limp Biscuits Nookie. Yeah, there was more a, than twenty years. I think that came out in '99. <laughs> so that's like twenty. There, Nookie is old enough to drink. There is. It's been there. Okay, they were doing a. They, there was. A, I was reading an article, and it was pretty much putting time into perspective of making you feel old. That that was the point of this article. But it said uh, more time has passed since the release of The Lion King. From the release date to now, then the time frame it was between us landing on the moon right. and the Lion King. Right. <laughs> More time has passed since the release date to now of yeah. the Lion King than the time frame between landing on the moon and the release date of the Lion King. And I, I was like thinking about that. I'm like, oh my gosh, man. Yeah, you could go even farther. They were talking about the pyramids were built way longer before the gladiator times than like the. Okay, the Gladiator times compared to today is a shorter time period than the pyramids being built to the Gladiator times. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Isn't that another crazy. weird one? That's just weird. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which is interesting about that, man. Um, I don't know. I'm not going to... As a man of faith, I have faith in like you know certain things that the Bible says mm. and... Prophecy, prophecy, and or, or, and things that happen as if time travel or interdimensional travel or anti gravity existed back mm -hmm. then, you would think the Bible may have talked about it, but it must have. If it existed, it would have existed before the Bible, and you would think there'd be some God regulation on that because obviously He regulates everything, you know. But I'm just saying, it's interesting to think since the government has said and openly said there are UFOs that. And Bob Lazar, the guy that claims to have worked back engineered 
an alien spacecraft. Oh, uh, yeah. Wasn't he on uh, Rogan? Yeah, he was on Rogan yeah. not too long ago. Uh, he said the spacecraft, he learned that it was an arche- archaeological find. And they found a uh, sustainable, uh, stabilized version of Element 115, which people didn't think they, it existed, but apparently it does. Mm-hmm. And it's the element used for anti-gravity um, technology as fuel, like as some kind of source for it. To way to, ba- to bend space and time, or to flip things around. So basically, instead of using you know fire to shoot out of your spacecraft and to propel you forward, it's flipping the gravitational pull against yourself, so you're falling in reverse. Mm-hmm. That's the technology. Somehow it creates this distortion around the spacecraft that goes opposite and flips upside down. That's crazy. And that's the technology that he said that he worked with. And they had to back engineer to figure out how it worked. Yeah. And they never could. They couldn't figure it out. <clears throat> but uh, what I was saying is that, you know, the pyramids, how there's always these coincidences in the pyramids, the, what do you call latitude, longitude, tr- um, the triangulated um, area of where you're, of where they're at in the planet. Yeah. Uh, match with the with what the speed of light is or something i don't know like there's some kind of cor- co- correlation with the the positions of the pyramids really i didn't even know this and never heard of this and the aspect and the concept of speed of light and I was like, maybe since if that if he if everybody's telling the truth, if Bob Lazar's telling the truth, he found a spacecraft, or they, not him, but they found an archaeological find. Maybe the ancient Egyptians were just into like interdimensional travel and time travel, and that's why throughout time people have seen spacecrafts, but they're they're regulated, like they're like they're not allowed to intervene with us. Yeah, and maybe some do. I don't. I don't. I really don't think. I don't really know if I believe in any abduction stories, but, um, well, the concept of, of being that we're the only living species in the universe is just a very highly egotistical mindset. I mean, it's just so vast. I mean, it's just like, uh, it's almost impossible for there not to be. Well, what the concept of infinity, um, it's possible, but I do think I look at everything as like some kind of design. Yeah. It's a design, like, like you said, you, you throw your. If there's an if if going by science, infinite possibilities. If I was to throw my dirty clothes on top of a dryer and washer in, in an infinite amount of times. They would eventually get washed. Somebody would pour dish detergent into the thing or some kind of force. Something would happen to where they would get washed and then put back into a dryer and then taken out and folded. 
Mm-hmm. Like that's how complex the universe is. It's more complex than that to me. It's like, and I guess if you have infinite amount of times, like I'll just go simple it down. Infinite amount of times you throw your clothes in the dryer, they'll come out folded already. You know. Yeah. If you did it an infinite amount of times, mm-hmm. according to science, that's completely possible. And I just, it's hard for me to accept that without, without being, there's got to be some kind of design. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Creator. Yeah. Some kind of creation of some sort. That's what I'm saying. When you really do the math of the probability in science of a planet being perfectly located, strategically located next to a star that it provides life to this magnitude the it's such a crazy probability such a small probability that how can you in my opinion how can you leave it up to silent science itself without a design or a creation i yeah, just it's kind of it, like it's looking at literally um, almost impossible yeah it's kind of like the studying blueprints or like even when science studies DNA genetics and things like that, it's it's a design. There's a there's a a program. There's like yeah. a there's an actual code, mm-hmm. and it seems like if evolution exists, which science is kind of like it's ge- gearing towards, yeah, that's a thing. Then that would mean in code in the code in the beginning stages of this being human whatever mm-hmm. of organism it was designed and coded for it to change at one at, at a certain point so even then it's like you could say evolution that's you could be a creator and believe in evolution at the same time mm-hmm. as far as us coming from some kind of like dumber neanderthal type of person i don't know i guess it, you, we learn more obviously the people that were if adam and eve existed we know more than what Adam and Eve knows well, now. Yeah, of course, yeah, for sure. I mean, par- I, I believe I believe I believe we are created. I believe we're a product of creation of a higher power, a higher deity. You know, in my in my faith, it's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. But, um, like I believe that we were created to evolve. Well, evolution is a proven theory it's it's proven we evolve on the daily i believe we evolve at a lot faster rate than what science has given us credit for um just in the past 200 years yeah regardless of of, of where we've evolved i mean science doubles by the day <clears throat> well then you think about it though um did we because when you look at the news now it doesn't seem like we evolved much at all and it's like uh you look at the where our forefathers kind of structured this country. It's the yeah. the concept of it is is actually well, pro- profound. This concept of individuality and we're freedom to, a, to you know we're getting to a point where the science or technology that has been that we created is actually causing the adverse ref, of effect of uh, in my opinion human nature. Um. You had to thrive to create something. You had to use your imagination. As from a child, you know, from the day one, you sit in your yard 
and you don't have anything to do. So what do you do? You create something. You use your imagination to cre- uh, keep your mind busy. That's not needed anymore yeah. because they have iPads, they have computers, they have YouTube, and they don't need to uh, work the tool of their mind. You know, I, yeah. I, I speak from experience with my kids. I, I'm, you know, I, I hate the fact that that's the case, but it's so hard yeah, I don't to think, not do that. I don't think I learned enough. Like, there's things that I don't know. You knew... I don't know how to grout a bathroom. <laughs> like, you know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? Well, that's just that's just thanks to uh uh having a lot of time from being unemployed. So I learned that. A lot of YouTube videos. Right? Yep. But yeah, man, I, I uh back to the pyramids though, I uh and time in general and how yeah, you look at it there it's a perspective. Uh it's really wild how nine eleven is that long ago, almost twenty years now. And uh uh, which this will be broadcasted on nine eleven actually. So tomorrow is is nine eleven. To think that kids born on nine eleven in two years will be legal age to drink. Yeah, it's crazy. Yep they they will never know what it's like to play hooky and then look at the TV and see yeah. those giant. Twin towers that you remember your entire life. Yeah, yeah. big, well, big fucking chunk of like the the view of New York City. You know those two giant buildings just yeah, gone. That's what scares me about like uh, the generations that are coming up now. They don't have any concept, and even me, I was young. You know, I was uh, what was I a sophomore in high school when nine eleven happened. So you know, I was. What would that have been? I would have been, oh gosh, 15, 15 years old. Yeah. So, I mean, you're still, you know, you're still young and 15, uh, but I still remember life pre Patriot Act. You know what I mean? I remember life in America Yeah. from looking at other adults uh, pre this current state of like militarization that has evolved since 9-11 as a a result of 9-11 but the kids growing up now they don't know anything different they think this is normal they think going to the airport and getting random cavity searches is normal right you know so the fact that they're that is a normalization to them it's like gosh what else can they kind of put in with the generations coming up to even make things worse because it's just it's it's getting bad it's uh it's getting bad with the whole just constant insanity yeah insanity i mean gosh look at look at the crap that's happened ever since march i hate to say it man but me and maggie are have it's changed our attitudes about everything. Now we we literally laugh at things that we see. It sucks that it's like that. It's super dark. Well, when a, another building gets burned down, well, I don't laugh when it's um. It you no, know, when I see just angry people, and uh, in the street yelling, and uh, people are pushing each other around. It's like, man, you could have just like stayed home and. Or like did something like cleaned 
like you're put some mulch into some who knows uh you could have uh i don't know there's so many things you could do rather than just marching in a street cussing at people oh man it's so bad oh or uh, uh like where do, where does your uh energy being funneled into that mm-hmm. <laughs> that's your main thing that's what you're ident- that's what you're gonna fight for like yeah if you want to change something like be you know become a cop or uh um you know start getting you get into politics which politics suck but in order to change it yeah you would have to you got to kind of like put yourself in there and be the change and imagine if all those people felt that way yeah for sure you know it it honestly when it comes to it i i, I a lot of people i know personally I lose a lot of people when I get into this, but uh, uh, in regards to like Black Lives Matter and that whole movement, do where they're at now? Do I agree on their stance? No, because it's it's evolved, it's gone so far away from its original intent. And I and I truly believe the majority of people that do actually um, uh, classify themselves as part of that movement are good people. And it's just it's statistically. There's more good people in the world than bad people. It's just it's there is, but um, that's being real optimistic. But it, you know, it, there is. I mean, I mean it, 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 if there's if you took take into consideration how many people are on the planet and how many crimes are committed, yeah. Statistically speaking, there's more good people yeah. that don't do if crime we, if we than don't, bad people. If we completely cancel out morals. Because morals are different, and there's no laws to really tell you mm-hmm. how to be a moral person. Yeah, I. That's a different story. I think. <laughs> I think there's a lot of like, the the oh, law abiding law abiding assholes. Yeah, <laughs> so, true. Like, like they don't they don't like even if they find out their old neighbor's sick, they won't help them mm-hmm. mow their lawn or. People that shoveled their side of their sidewalk or something. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> like, what asshole. Yeah. That's not against the law. He's a law abiding. He pays you know, his taxes. But I don't know if that's necessarily an intent, though. Do people do that? Is a lot of people doing that in an in, in ill manner, or are they just that naive? You know, right. uh, like I don't want to touch their part, their property. You know, I mean, is it is it a fact that they're not shoveling it because they're like saying, "Screw you, I'm not doing your job." But if you guys share a a staircase, you yeah. know, or steps, a stoop, and, yeah. you, and there's two doors, you know, and you guys share that, yeah. If you get to it first, just shovel the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. But there are some people that are that spiteful. Maybe they just hate their neighbor that yeah, yeah, yeah. much. Yeah, man, people are there. There's some crazy. Uh, there is some crazy people in the world, but like I don't even care how much I hate somebody. I'm just gonna go ahead and shovel that side just to, cause just to get it over. With. Like there we go. I don't want to fuel the fire. Yeah. He's gonna get out of his house and see that, mm-hmm. and make For it's sure. another thing to get For mad sure. about. It's just well, like no, I when I when I say when it comes to like support of Black Lives Matter, um, my, I go in the depth of like uh, I these bitches fall from a nigga. Yeah. <laughs> I got to take in the fact data that's uh, accumulated. And, and when you look at data, the statistics, you know, it is more likely that a, a, a 
a black guy being killed at the hands of a cop is more prominent than a white guy. Now, people will sit down and argue with you that more white guys are killed by cops than black Black You're guys. talking on per capita. Per capita, yeah. You got to you got to compare apples to apples. You can't compare. There, there's 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 yeah, three uh, times. If you as many, go everything by the numbers game, white yeah. people always down. It's sixty one percent white people. Exactly. You're going to have more people, white people. Yeah. But you gotta you gotta put in per capita or per contact. So, um, and when you drop it into those numbers, yeah, there is a there is a. Um, Definitely a, a favor in regards to black being black people being killed. Well, it's by interesting cops though, like people. institutionalized concept of uh, of the prison system. Uh, the, the, there's more what well, there's more black people in prison, right? Correct. So that according to just a numbers game, why is why is that? They make up only thirteen percent of the population. So people blame there's a discrepancy or there's like discrimination thing going on when they cast the judgment and when they. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is very well possible. It's just hard to prove that based on the actual, to assume that immediately that people are just racist and causing this to happen yeah. is like, yeah, that could be, but there's no way to really prove intent on, on a judgment or on a, whether a cop kills a black guy. You can't prove that he's a bigot and that he did it because he's black. There's no way to really prove that. Only mm-hmm. God can really prove that. And like, true, yeah, true. You, you killed him because... You have a, a microaggression towards black people, and that's what made yeah. you pull the trigger. There really is no scientific way to prove that. All we can do is look at the numbers and see what's going on. You could also there people also blame the culture and hip hop culture that a lot of BLM embraces. It's the um, in which a lot of them, a lot of the hip hop culture embraces violence. World Star Hip Hop was a big thing with a lot of fights, filming fights in the streets. In the songs, you'll see, I'm from a disenfranchised neighborhood, proud of it. My neighborhood is more hard and more crime-ridden than yours and more poverty-stricken than yours. I am more of a gangster, more of a thug, more, I, you know, I'm harder than you. Yeah. There's a a lot of competition in the hip-hop world in that regard. Videos of, you know, being, you know, thug life. You know, there was like this whole thing that's geared towards this type of violence or just a deviant type of behavior that people call deviants and uh, how poverty, impoverished neighborhoods tend to have more deviant behavior because of that. And that being echoed through the knowledge of cops, cops also probably have a TV. They see that too. You know, when Mm. you're, when you're projecting that type of, attitude in the hood it it does it kind of doesn't surprise me that more black people are getting shot because of the biased because of the the way the culture is projected through through the media i mean and through world star hip-hop and things like that for sure for sure i mean uh, i i can't obviously you're an idiot if you think all black people act like that that's just proven to be wrong (laughs) yeah it's uh your skin tone does not decide your behavior in at all in any aspect and i made this uh comparison to ishan at work i said uh black guy i was like you know proving that skin color doesn't work uh, uh, uh that uh 
it's a proven fact that skin color does not decide your behavior because if I was to go into the Congo or go into the in Australia and adopt a, an aborigine child, straight up full-blooded aborigine from a tribe somewhere, mm-hmm. and they're like, you could have this baby, and yeah, and I, and I bring the baby home, and I take care of the baby, and I raise this kid. The kid's going to talk like me and talk and play video games the way I'm doing it. Oh, yeah, and for sure. He's going to get his dialect from his friends or whoever yep. he's around. He's going to have genetic traits from his father, and it could be maybe he's a nervous guy and he taps his foot a lot. Maybe he his father ran fast, mm-hmm. was a really fast runner or really good like focusing on things. Those are traits that you get genetically from your father, from your parents. Yeah. But it has nothing to do with their skin color because ev- the Aborigines have different genetics and amongst themselves too you know not every woman wants to do the same thing deep in their minds they have a lot of things that they're better at than each other you know so that you're going to get those genetics from your parents but as far as skin color goes that's uh it makes no sense it uh, it has nothing to do with your behavior unless you look at your skin color and go i'm gonna act like a white person like i've never decided to be to act white it yeah. just hap- it happened because of my surroundings. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But uh, yeah, no, yeah, it's definitely culture influence for sure. Yeah. Not race. <clears throat> definitely has to do with culture. Uh, but uh, if you're tagging along race to it, you know that's what sucks, and that's why I hate any kind of like identity politics about that because it you pigeonhole yourself into this group that mm-hmm. a lot of people. And if people will say me being naive to that thought about what it's like being black is because i'm white and uh, you will never know and it's like you're right i mean i will never know what it's like to look at my skin color and identify with a skin color and that's my privilege they'll say people will say that's i'm privileged because i don't have to look at my skin color i was like well nobody really does like uh, i if i was raised being told that the world is stacked against you i mean well that's just Every anybody with money, if you're poor, born in poverty, the world is stacked against you, and uh, and they'll be like, yeah, we're we're black on top of that. And it's like, well, that's true. Uh, the sixty one percent of the population is white. Um, I don't believe most of them view skin color as like their identity, and yeah. like it's not a thing. Content of character goes a long, long way. That's why Chuck Berry was able to play with the places he played at. You know, you see these entertainers. Like, LeBron James doesn't act like a thug. You know? <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I'm not saying they all, everybody acts like that. I'm just saying if you, it, it's like the when in Rome thing. If you, if I was, if I went to China, I wouldn't burn the Chinese flag. I wouldn't, and I was, I became a citizen. Or I was born into China as... I don't know, but that I don't know what it's like to look at my ancestors. I don't, but then again, I don't, what am I trying to say? I don't identify with my ancestors either, like some people do. Like, if my ancestors were slaves, I don't know. My ancestors, our ancestors could have been kicked out of Europe for like tax evasion or just mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. scummy people. Who knows? We don't know. Yeah. yeah. And because like when you're, when you're sent, to the Appalachians, you're you're usually a a person of and uh, you're an indentured servant. You could work your way back into Europe, or you could stay there. 
but you're, I don't know. But then, you know, white back then, white people can't work in the sun for too long. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I mean, that's shitty to say, but I know they tried. I know there were stories about people trying to enslave some Europeans and things like that. And it was oh, just, yeah, just for sure. Every, every, every nationality has had its, uh, it's not a unique thing on yeah. history. Yeah. Every single one of them, every single one. Yeah. It's not a unique thing. I definitely understand the plight with everything. And, uh, my whole thing is, uh, really just looking at everybody through content of character really goes a long way. And it's hard to listen to you if you're burning a flag and cussing. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. You, you get, it's a it's a distasteful way, and you get a, usually get a net negative. Well, if you're talking like this to me the entire time while I'm talking to you, and then you're talking like boo 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 boo, I'm not gonna really. You're like preaching and shouting at me. Yeah, I don't. I can't have a conversation well, you, with you. you. You've seen these videos going viral of uh, of uh, restaurant patrons just sitting there in, in Black Lives Matter, whether it be uh, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, whatever, marching by and. And literally, literally forcing them to raise their fist. If I'm sitting there, should a smart thing to do? Probably raise my fist. That's yeah. probably the smart thing to do. Honestly, I'm going to be completely honest. I probably would just raise my fist. I know, no, I might be well, a pussy. No, people no, no, be no, like, no, "Oh, you no, pussy." I'm no, like, no, it's not it's easier than to, to get my ass kicked. So no, that's just that's called uh situational awareness <laughs> and be, being like i know if i don't i'm in a situation and i want to go home today yeah i just want to go home <laughs> yeah. you know at the end of the day i'm gonna go home and so, i'm gonna say the n-word and stuff <laughs> you know but here's the thing just kidding it's, it, I mean, it's funny am I? but i see these videos of these people refusing to do it and they're putting that out there to show that they're like oh they're racist or anything it's getting a backlash on them no they're you're, you're making a martyr out of these people that are just trying to eat right. you know what i mean and, and that's not a good cause for your that's not a good act, that's not a good image for your cause you have this person innocent person eating dinner and they're being forced to do it and they're not doing it you yeah. just created a martyr against your own movement yeah which is why i'm glad trump always denounced and people say he doesn't but i've heard him denounce uh white supremacy many 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 times oh, yeah and uh <clears throat> Uh, yeah, because those people will make me make him look bad. It's like, and and if the algorithms there, people like that are looking at. Maybe that's why they're so mad. They're just stuck in an algorithm online. They're watching how many cop shooting videos are they watching? Like, because you could go online and look at anything you want and see a lot of it. Mm -hmm. Like me and Sinatra were talking about that. He looks at aquarium videos. You could literally look at aquarium videos for like forever. <laughs> and then you keep like one day just look at nothing but aquarium videos. Next thing you know, your algorithm switched to like uh -huh. aquatica. Uh -huh. Yeah, <laughs> type yeah, yeah, shit. for sure. So for, if you're looking well, up cop shooting videos, you're going to look up a lot of far left type of attack against that. There's a yeah, police, yeah. The, which I believe in policing the police. And there's about there's a thing though the internet's a crazy place man you get caught into that algorithm you're gonna be a pissed off person well here funny story so this is uh speaks on what you're talking about back in March like uh when I when I lost my job 
and uh, everything started hitting the fan with COVID and whatnot, I was like, I started getting depressed, getting into some dark places, and I was finding myself just in Facebook every day, getting into it. And uh, I started getting a little paranoid because I would I click on a, a COVID video, one yeah. of the worst case scenario videos. Oh yeah, thirty four year old no mouth issues, yeah. and then or or thirty four year old nurse dies of COVID, and I click on these videos, and then in the next thing I know, suffocated all my, to death by his mucus. And my whole news feed collapse. is what now? COVID. All COVID. Ugh. And I, or or I I see an obituary. COVID related obituary, I click on it and I, and I start noticing all my posts are all my news feeds are, and I started getting sucked into this black hole, dude. Yeah. I was getting sucked into it. Holly saw it coming. I didn't, I didn't really see it coming. I mean, I, you know, and there's a lot, there was, there was like a, I always say it was like a perfect storm back in March yeah. in April. You know, I lost my job. Um, kids were out of school. Kids were depressed. Seasonal depression yeah. was at its height already, you know, so you had the mixture of everything, anxiety, um, not knowing what's going on. I have a wife that's in the front lines working in the ER, Yeah, you know, seeing stuff all the time. It was like a perfect storm, man. I was getting sucked into this black hole, dude. It was a bad situation. And I just, it finally, what broke it, actually what broke it was the weather. When the weather broke, I started getting out. I yeah. started getting busy. I started working in the yards, mowing the yard, taking care of the, the, the lawn. Right. That kept my mind busy. That kept me off Facebook. Then I started watching videos of how to do stuff. Started watching videos on like how to pour a concrete pad. So my algorithm changed. Right. <laughs> I started seeing DIY projects. Yeah, all the time. exactly. And then finally, yeah. I got away from COVID. It, yeah. it was. It, it, it's like it's like I I was literally breathing, eat, sleep COVID. That's all I was doing. Right. And I didn't intentionally get into it. It was on accident. Yeah, it's brain poison. Oh man, it was crazy. And that was the moment I realized how crazy um, uh, algorithms is in the internet. Like it's it's crazy, and it, it it's it doesn't take long to get your algorithm. Like right now, uh, if you go on my Facebook, all my ads are all um, vinyl flooring because I was looking right. at how to install vinyl flooring in the bathroom. Yeah, or. Uh, um, most recently it's been like, uh, uh, oh, oh, the other day I started looking for like a recliner furniture. So now I'm getting all these furniture ads, you know, whatever. Right. But, uh, no, I, I think back, man, I tell you what, what's crazy is, um, when all these lockdowns happen, you know, now we're getting the data from all these lockdowns and the, the, the problems they've they enforced, the suicide rate. Right. That does not surprise me one bit. When people talk about, oh, my God, how many people committed suicide during this time? I was like, I am a sane person. Oh, man. I'm a sane person. I have no mental health issues. Right? Thought about painting the walls with my brains. And, 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 and I'm not saying I got to that point yeah. where I considered it or anything, but I can relate to somebody. Oh, absolutely. That already had mental health issues being put in my situation. Oh, yeah. I can see it all day. I can see it all day. Uh, that that being a end result. Yeah. You know? yeah. If God, thank God, I didn't have any mental health issues. Right. Because I, who knows? Yeah. Because you know? I'm, I'm, I felt people all the time. It was like a, it was a, it was a, I was getting to a, some dark spots mentally. Never places I've never been to before. I've always been an optimistic, positive person. Never been a real negative Debbie Downer. Yeah. But um, I was I was there. I'm in the middle. I'm like. 
maybe I'm bipolar or something because mm-hmm. uh, my highs are real high. My lows can get pretty low, not as low as some as a lot of people with bipolar. I don't get angry. I get angry alone, or if I'm with, with if Maggie's around and I'm doing something. Sometimes I gotta be like Maggie. You gotta just walk away because I'm doing a project. I turn into the dad from a Christmas story when I'm trying to fix something. Especially in here last week, I was trying to, I had an output issue and it, it, there was no reason why I wasn't working. The only thing I could think of is Windows didn't update all the way yeah. and I missed, I missed a driver update because mm-hmm. I was doing everything and there was nothing coming out of my computer as far as an output goes. And I had another output I, w- I was able to use, but my main things like music and media, that, that output wasn't working and... uh I was losing my mind. I was like, what the fuck? Like, why are you, why is this happening? I felt like I was like, everything was against me. It was like the smallest little thing to be pissed off about. Like, yeah, you know, first world problems right there. But, uh, uh, yeah, I get pissed, but that's the most I'll go. I'll get really upset or behind the wheel. I'll like punch the thing. I'll punch my inner console. Be like, what the yeah. Fuck? Boom. And then um, a lot of it has to do with my anxiety. But uh, other than that, I'm a pretty happy-go-lucky guy. When I get dr- really too drunk and black out, I'm pleased to find out that I've been mostly, I've been very, uh, for the most part, real happy. And I'm real loving with everybody. And uh, to even, even the point where I cry, like, I love you, man. But, uh... uh yeah, it does hurt to hear, embarrassing to hear a, a story where you were angry, but at the same time, a lot of people in the story will be like, well, you had a right to be, this guy was doing this to you. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, okay, I don't feel so bad now. Obviously, he must have <laughs> triggered me or something. He was calling me out or whatever it may be. It's happened a couple times that when I would DJ, this girl... Uh. I, t- I was like, last call, and I played the last song. Or not last call, but this is the last song. This is my time. Good night, everybody. And I hit the last song, and then I go out to smoke. And uh, some girl went up to the DJ table and put on another song. When the when that song went off, she put on Crossroads by Bone. And I'm smoking, not really noticing. And Cl- Carly walks back and goes, Rob, she, can you tell her not to play another song? She played another song. And I'm trying to get people out of the bar. And it's like big thumping music, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the, at this point, you're supposed to turn on the house speakers, real light music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. turn the lights on, or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Just to try to calm everybody down. Yeah, Crossroads get... does not do that. No. I mean, it is a closer type of song. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's a good last closer. Yeah. But I've, I've already, I'm already done. I've already said that, and my last song played, and I was in the back, and she touched my equipment, you know? And I get back up to the DJ booth, and I turn it off. I'm like, sorry, guys. You know? And then uh, she starts yelling. This girl starts being really pissed. Oh, really? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, I was mad. The audacity the she audacity has. she had. She thinks she's in the right to, to just go oh, up to people's stuff. Dude, I'm curling my toes just hearing this. All right, I so, I, so uh, off. I said, listen, baby. <laughs> 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 I was like, I was already like 
Jack Daniel Dan. Uh-huh. Like, I ain't going to get pushed around by this stupid yappy, yappy, yappity, yappity, whatever. <laughs> and uh, I was like, listen, baby, time is up. I got to go. That's all she wrote. <laughs> and her apparently her boyfriend was right there. So I didn't realize it was her boyfriend. <laughs> He's like, what? Don't you call? Yeah, you better not be calling her baby or something. And I was like, oh, you're her boyfriend? Uh, and I was pretty much like, why don't you like keep a leash on that? <laughs> <laughs> keep a leash on that next time. I was like, listen, I'm just, and I'm like, and jo- saying it jokingly. And I was like, listen, I'm, I apologize that I called her baby. I don't want to get you mad. I didn't, I, I'm just, you know, having fun like everybody else, but it's just my time to go and I have to go. And I was trying to be as reasonable with these people as possible. I was like, I just have to go. And she kept yapping and like wanting to hear the song, like, you're just an idiot. I don't know, whatever. And uh, he's like, still really pissed and he's like almost agging hurt him on and he's drunk so he's like yeah maybe i should be more pissed than i am oh my god (laughs) it was like that girlfriend in the key and peel skits like (laughs) she's like cussing at people and then he's the boyfriend that has to fight her on her oh yeah yeah, he's like damn it son of a bitch (laughs) then at the at the end he's like well if you weren't such a crazy crazy bitch and she turns around and he's like okay and he punches himself in the face <laughs> but uh uh yeah i had to deal with that guy now and uh his friend got involved so when they're like talking to me while i'm breaking down like trying to really like get into my head about why i would turn the song off and what kind of asshole i was being like just here's why you're an asshole and they just keep explaining why and i'm like listen if you guys were to know me and like other than this, you I, I I I'm sure I bet you any money we'd get along, and in, in any other circumstance right now, like me, any other circumstance if we just were hanging out, you would you would have no problem with me, and I probably wouldn't have any problem with you. Yeah, and uh, they, they, nothing I said was calming them down, and I I had to call to the doorman, uh, Derek. I was like, dude, I was like, Derek come here man for a second and i i was like telling them and they're talking amongst themselves at this point and i'm like i'm like i i just have a feeling about these people they're they're not letting me like pack up good and i just i'm just asking you if you could keep an eye on these people um i'm afraid they're gonna like start something so uh-huh. like uh, i'm not a f- like afraid per se because obviously they'd get kicked out real quick yeah, if, yeah, if something yeah. happened but i just wanted to, to keep it from getting to that point and uh, they saw me talking to him, and I kept packing up, and and Derek's like, you know, what's going on? And then she didn't realize it, and she doesn't realize he's the doorman, and so she keeps bitching, and then starts bitching to Derek, like, what's the problem? And Derek's like, what's the problem? And she starts telling him the thing. He's like, well, then don't touch his, sh- don't touch his shit. That's all you got to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's, everything's fine. Like, I already had already apologized, and it just wasn't. Nothing I did de-escalated anything, and uh, he had to get in there, and then they got in. They started getting rough, and he kicked them out. Before he kicked them out, one of the guys came up to me. I said something. I was like, "This is like I was like, fuck where they they said they were from somewhere, and if shit, it probably it was probably Florida." Or something, you know. Yeah, We're from, I think yeah. it was Orlando or something. We're from Orlando. This is, it's like, 
so you're just like so you've probably done crocodile <laughs> you know and crystal meth then <laughs> no but uh it's like what i don't know what she was going with that i was like yeah well this isn't orlando i don't know maybe it was atlanta who knows georgia who knows where they're from i don't yeah. know i was like this isn't that this is vermilion ohio <laughs> like <laughs> i don't know but yeah uh he ended up picking, you know i had a speaker in my hand i had to like push a guy off me with the speaker <laughs> like one of those the dj speakers man i was like sounds like uh your typical textbook example of a douchebag <clears throat> oh it was a it was a colossal disaster with those the whole group the three people group that that was happening and then when they were getting kicked out she's like they started yelling at everybody in the bar like everybody's a part of our <laughs> like yo all you guys are a bunch of pussies and shit like that oh was, my gosh it was funny i was like man dude that's like i knew i wasn't stupid i knew i knew i'm so glad i called the, the door guy over and just to kind of like yeah to yeah. kind of prove my point <laughs> i was like so what is the situation yeah and i'm kind of on good behavior in a way for two years I heard they could really lay the hammer down on me hard. It would take a bigger case if I got in trouble involving any kind of alcohol situation or, you know what I mean? Like, cause I, I, I got a, I fell asleep in somebody's back on our, on my front on. Oh yeah. 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 A yeah. friend's back or his neighbor's back porch instead of his back porch or in his driveway. I fell asleep in his front porch thing on accident you know yeah honest weird a hard drunken mistake but uh i was woken up by a cop and i went to jail so and I had to take that to court got a lawyer and everything and everything's fine and dandy now um but yeah there is like a thing my lawyer was telling me like a two-year thing where i'm fine i'm free i can do whatever i want it's just if i get in trouble in two years it's gonna be different yeah yeah, yeah. then whether or not if I if nothing happened and I got in trouble for that, so yeah, for sure. like if, I if, gotcha. yeah, if, if I get a DUI or something, it's going to be a little bit worse than if I f first just got a DUI. Yeah, but uh, yeah, um, that's the way it goes, man. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah, I was. I remember you told me the like about the DJing gig and you're kind of trying to get me involved with it. Oh yeah, yeah. And the more I thought about it, the more I was just like, I just couldn't deal with that. Couldn't deal with it. First off, I'm not a really big drinker. Well, you you almost have to drink. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. During that, I mean, if you are a DJ and you don't drink at all, good. That, good that's good, what I'm saying. off to you. I don't know how you do it. I, that's what I'm saying. Is I I know I couldn't I couldn't drink like that to put up with the BS. Right. And I know, I just, I, I, the more I thought about it, the more I was just like, you know what? Nah, I just couldn't deal with that, like that situation. And, and, and not even that. And now that's on, a, on, a, on, a, on, a, on the bad end perspective. I couldn't even deal with like the, the fun end of the perspective of, of people being, like, hey, what's I, up, I, dude? Yeah, 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 yeah. All up in your space, requesting a song touching your screen oh yeah yeah yeah, play this yeah. touching your buttons like i couldn't deal with that no yeah. i just couldn't deal with that 
Because I mean, I, from the times that I've come, went up there and hung out with you while you DJed, you know. Oh, I I always hate when, it, and it's always a chick. Every now and then, it's like a twenty-one-year-old dude. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> at any age group, it's always a woman that comes up with her phone, and you just you're just like, here we go. You just know it's going to be like ten song request thing. She's going to have like 10 songs she wants you to hear. Can you uh, Sigma Mode by Travis Scott? Da 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 da. Um 21 Savage. Um da 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 this and that and then um and then uh WAP. Cardi B you got to play WAP. Yeah, at the end of that. You definitely got to play WAP. I mean, you want to yeah. No way. I couldn't deal with it. I could not deal with that one. There's like this drunken voice that I'm coming up with with drunken girls that request music. And it's like this gum chewy, like, <laughs> it's kind of like, and it just sounds like this when the music's going, all you hear when she comes up, it's like, it's like, <laughs> I'm just like, no, no, <laughs> that's all that fucking sounds like to me when the, especially when the oh my god I couldn't deal with people coming up to me with drive into the lake and die I couldn't I couldn't deal with like people come up to me like thinking oh yeah check out this request I bet you never even heard of this request yeah. right um, low places, Garth Brooks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they, they they drop that like it's like the best damn request. I remember. Okay, I remember two pina coladas, dude. I remember. And I, I hey, I'm I, I'm I'm guilty of this. I remember being at a bar in Baltimore called Howl at the Moon Saloon. I don't know if you've ever been to one. There's one in Cleveland, but they had a uh, their infamous their famous um, uh, thing was dueling pianos in the middle of the bar. Yeah. And they, they would all entertain all night. You would go up there and you would play requests. And I remember being like 21, fresh 21-year-old in Baltimore. I was visiting Craig. And uh, I remember going up there with a $10 bill and being like, can you play some Journey? Yeah. Oh, shit. Like, I just dropped the best damn request ever. And I remember the look I got. And the guy literally looked. And I, I was pretty uh, inebriated at this point. In yeah. Time. He goes. Dude, I just literally played that ten minutes ago, <laughs> and I missed it. I don't know how I missed it, but I felt like such a dumbass. Yeah. I felt like such a dumbass when I, uh, especially um, when they already played it. Yeah, it and it wasn't even even any like uh, it was. Don't stop believing. Oh, like geez, the yeah. the number one yeah. requested song probably they get right. But I remember putting that ten in there like, yeah, this is gonna amp the party up. Don't stop believing. You're right, journey. And uh, I remember the, just the look that he gave me. You gave like, him the 10 anyway and told him a different song, right? What's that? You gave him the 10 and told him well, a different no, song, Well, no, because right? the way they, they do requests is that's paper. Oh, You okay. fill out a paper, and then you put it up there with a tip. And uh, then the better of the tip. And they ended up, they actually did play it because I tipped them 10 bucks. Oh, okay. But they only played like half the song. Right. Yeah, they only, only did like a, like a quarter of it. But yeah, I remember, I remember thinking, yeah, this is original. I'm so original. Don't stop believing. Oh man! And uh, yeah. again, <laughs> again, <laughs> do it again. They want to hear it again. Everybody does. I uh, requested a 
Shake Your Rump by the Beastie Boys at a wedding once, and it took him forever to play it. And then I walked back up. I thought I was like, I thought you took requests, <laughs> like an asshole. <laughs> and then he's like, Oh, I do. I was like, Where's the Shake Your Rump song, man? Ha <laughs> ha. He's like, Oh, it's coming. And I was like, All right, cool. And I left, and I missed it. <laughs> oh yeah, it's worse. I like went outside to smoke or something. Goddamn cigarettes. <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, all right, that's cool. We've been at it for about an hour and 50 minutes. Nice episode. Doesn't seem like that long. Yeah, it goes by quick. Talking into mics, headphones on. Goes by pretty quick. Good. Time flies when you're having fun. That is 100%. But yeah, everybody, episode 41. Thank you, my brother Joe, Joseph Michael Webb. Thanks for having me, man. AKA it was fun times. Hell yeah. AKA Pablo. Pablo, you know, uh, real quick, it's funny. When I'm, if I'm in a bar, I always know where I'm at in my timeline of acquaintances or friends by that. By Pablo. Yeah, yeah. If it's a, yo, Joe, oh, I know that's a, that's a fairly new acquaintance friend that's calling me. You're right. Pablo, it's like, oh, yeah. That's an old school friend. Yeah. But uh Pablito eat a burrito. <laughs> but yeah, guys, take care of yourselves. Uh may the wind always be at your back, the sun always on your face, and the road to rise to meet your feet through your journeys. And uh thank you for listening or watching. Uh, if you're on Spotify, obviously the episodes are on YouTube, the Funbox Podcast. And uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you could always t- tune into Spotify. And it might be on iMusic now or iPodcast or whatever the fuck now. I, I, I put in my feed for that. So I don't, I have never checked it because I don't use Apple So yeah, anymore. So it might be on there. So if you do that, check it out, look it up. It, it might be there. Uh, also in Spotify, you're going to get different. If you scroll all the way down, you're going to get songs that I did along with other, uh, past episodes from, uh, beyond. Uh, but thank you for tuning in to the fun box. There's going to be a lot of good guests coming up soon. Um, young Mo way is on his way soon next month. He's a rapper from Illyria. Nice. Um, very prolific, does a lot of videos, does a lot of singles and songs with other people too. Awesome. Not just himself. Um, but, uh, yeah. And, uh, the midnight train podcast, they want to come on the show. They want, we want to do like some kind of crossover episode. Maybe where are they out of, uh, North Olmstead. Okay. But it's collective three people that's from around northern ohio cleveland lorraine um amherst things like that uh yeah um that should be a good episode i can't wait big fan of that show even when listening to it it's very soothing to the ear because they use a lot of good microphones it sounds really good what's their content based it's a midnight train podcast is about um their whole like uh, what's their mission statement? 
Yeah, they're midnight. And this is what they say before every episode. Welcome to the Midnight Train Podcast, where we bring the dark to light. What's that mean? We make fun and joke about creepy shit while bringing you as much information on each topic as possible. Host Jonathan Sayer, co-host Jeff Buchko, and producer Moody are just a bunch of good goofballs and assholes that love history and can't get enough of the mysterious. All right, let's turn down the lights, adjust our seats, grab a drink, and let's get spooky. All right, cool. That's a, he says that pretty much before every episode. It's a good show. I suggested to anybody. It's like one of the better podcasts I've really listened to with all the diverse like content that they provide. And it's only mostly it's all audio. They don't really do video thing. They have video things on YouTube, which you sub- should subscribe to that as well. If you're out there listening to this, but um, I just uh, engage with these guys a lot. I'm a Patreon. Um, first off a fan, just a big fan of uh, listening to their show. I just like it. So pretty much just kind of like indulge into like uh, creepy legends. Yeah, sort? everything pseudoscience. Uh, oh, okay, that's the, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out because they I'm did an of, episode on creepy Texas. I'm always intrigued by that kind of thing. There's, it's a never-ending. They wrote themselves a blank check for ideas with the show. I mean, when you think mis- mystery, <laughs> everything's mysterious. You could go into that's true. Yeah, I, I kind of suggested the concept of uh, coincidences. Strange coincidences that yeah. co- that happens when you dive into that world. You're gonna there's so many things that's just the most. It's like it. Oh, you almost think they took some kind of divine intervention for that. Dude, quick question. I know you want. We're gonna wrap it up here, yeah. but you want to talk about coincidences? I'll tell you a coincidence real quick. My neighbor. Yeah. My neighbor. Um, uh, she's lived across the street from me for like I don't know two three years now. So hung out a bunch of times then one day realized that we were born on the same day may 7th we're like well that's cool i never really met no many people that are born in may right along with me not too many people and uh then i'm like uh well and i knew she was from lorraine and i'm like well where were you born at well st joe's hospital i was like i was born at st joe's hospital wow come to find out she i was born an hour after her wow here's the crazy story I remember mom usually telling me about a story she heard from the nurses in the delivery room on how there was a patient that gave birth on an elevator. She, wow. Mom told me the story. Right, a long time ago? Yeah. And I remember it like being, uh, it was her. Oh, my it God. It was her mom was being taken up for a C-section, a cesarean. She didn't make it. She gave birth onto the elevator an hour before I was born. Wow. And we're neighbors. It was like, what are the odds of that? You wow. know what I mean? What are the coincidences of that? She's literally an hour older than me. Well, if you look at, um, you could, the thing I learned about coincidences trying to get into that world is um, a lot of the times it is a, it's, it really is just a coincidences and the numbers will even suggest it's really not that far fetched. Like if I go out, in especially with if you look at the movement of of uh what do you call it? i guess lorraine natives or northern ohio native people that like we are pretty mm-hmm. much uh like born and raised and raised families and look at all the people that have stayed here and just take that number and mess with it you could find that coincidence in st joseph's hospital with how many people and, 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 and as long as everybody kind of maintained this staying here, you know, it's, re- I mean, yeah, I, I, let's I say if you, so move to Mex- if, if you move to California and 
met her in California, that's true. that would that's have been true. a more insane coincidence. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. But there, there is. It goes beyond. That is a really good one. As far as low, that that's it's a that's a really good one. Um, the a lot you could find stories that go beyond that to where it is. Man, I don't know. There's some crazy ones like deserted island. The only person who knows. I mean, there's yeah, like weird. Yeah, there's yeah. weird ones out there that are really mysterious. Well, I always say the coincidence of. I, I think you've probably heard the story before. Of when I went when I was 18, I drove to California, Craig's car to him. And uh, the first day, I was waiting for him to get out of duty in the Air Force. And I was at some random mall in California and uh, was uh, walking across the park uh, parking lot. And a kid I went to high school with, Marcus Smetter, yeah. yelled at you? Yelled my name, Pablo, which yeah. I didn't it, it pay any attention to because I'm across country. I'm in California at a mall I know nobody at. I'm literally yeah, first time I ever Yeah, you're, there. there's no way it could be you. Yeah. And then when I heard it the second time, finally turned around, and here he is walking across the parking lot. I'm like, what are the odds of that? That is crazy. What are the odds that I run into somebody from a small town, rural Ohio, yeah, in a high-density area of California that I wasn't going to see? Like, I wasn't there to visit him. You know right. what I mean? Nothing, no ties that we just so happened. And even if he was just in the same, what are the odds that we were in the same random mall in the same random parking lot at the same time. What are the? That's crazy odds. Crazy right. odds. I mean, I, I always think about that. It's crazy. Yeah, that is a good one. That I feel like that's almost more of a coincidence than the girl that gave birth on the yeah thing yeah, in yeah. a way. As far as the numbers thing go, no, the higher probability. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. You know, considering the fact that anybody born in the 80s yeah. in, in this area was right. St. Joe's Hospital. Yeah, I knew a lot of people that was born in that hospital. I mean, that was the go-to. I think that was even before uh, Lorraine Community Hospital was built. Right. So that was, like, the only hospital But that is cool to. how it can go come around like that. Yeah, like yeah, a memory it's weird. Had, yeah. Well, I remember she, like, she was telling me the story of, of how her mom gave birth to her, and I was like, man, that sounds so familiar. There's no way that that happened twice on the same day right that a woman that doesn't happen all every day where a woman gives birth on an elevator right and uh yeah yeah that's cool it's crazy yeah um yeah i'm i have more of a chance of this podcast growing to be like super successful than winning the lottery like oh yeah yeah, but and well, and for that to happen to me is improbable. Like yeah. this podcast uh, to me, I uh, to imagine it going anywhere beyond this is well, kind of like I don't even. You they, they said I just read something the other day that you have a higher chance of getting struck by lightning, bitten by a shark, falling into a uh, crater formed from an earthquake. And hitting a hole in one in golf all on the same day, yeah. Then winning the lottery. Yep, that's crazy odds right there. Yeah, yeah. The number of odds are very, very, very low. Like, yeah. It's like putting all your money. It's like you have a better chance of putting all your money on one number on the green. Yeah. Well, just on any number on the roulette table. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. That's that's actually pretty probable. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually, well, they'd say if you want to win money in Vegas, go to the roulette. It's your highest odds. That's your highest odds of winning. 
Yeah. You bet on black, you bet on red, you know. Yeah. Your, your return ain't as high, but you win some money. <clears throat> yeah, Andy, I mean, yeah. People really study that thing. <laughs> I don't know anything about gambling. But anyway, guys, like I said, a lot of things uh, to look forward to in the future. And uh, really happy to do this. Thank you, everybody that's still listening right now. I guess if you, I want to, I want to try something out. If you're still listening or still watching, we did this before. In the comment section, say what's a word, a random word. Um, just any random word. Uh, 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 what is it? Muscle pump or mind pump? Mind pump. All right. In the comment section. Type mind pump, M I N D P U M P mind pump. If you have still <laughs> listened and watched this, and if you're listening on Spotify, find us in, on social media and write or, or anywhere any platform of social media and write mind pump. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know why that word just makes me laugh because it makes me think of mind pump. <laughs> and that's such a funny book. Never read it, but uh, thank you guys. Episode 41 in the books. Peace. We got it. Yeah, that was good. Awesome, man. Man, my ears are sweating. Yeah, these, uh, these headphones are a lot better. Oh, wow. Thank you.